I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hi, Hope. Hi. Did you miss us? I did. I came in and she said, oh, were you gone? (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> <laughs> like who are you i believe that no, i believe it all we well missed you hope oh, we are thank you. live here on april 6th or whenever you're listening in the future right and there is much to discuss that is there, for things sure happen around here when you're not here yes um well no thankfully most of it happened while we were here post spring break um this week of course big news story here in the twin cities and we're going to be talking a little later the hour too but we have to start out with the retail news of the week which was creative kids stuff announcing that they are closing after 37 years All six stores closing at the end of June. Um, I was expecting people to be upset, but the out the immediate outpouring online was I mean, it was pretty epic. So then why weren't they shopping there so that this didn't happen? Well, um, I think I think that's a complicated question. Yeah, I think that happens a lot. You yep. know, you see it with restaurants, you see it with right. stores when it's when it's something, it. especially like, you know, creative kids stuff is the kind of place that Minnesotans have a lot of memories. You associate it with if you if you've grown up here or yeah, you've been a parent years. here, you know, in the last generation, you think of them, you think of their gift wrapping for the holiday, you right. know, for birthdays, you think of maybe hosting a party there. I mean, they were like a member of the community. Right. And so Absolutely. I think I think of of course, people mourn the loss and they're thinking about memories, just like they thought of memories with Dayton's or, you know, with any number of other closings. Um, but I think that that this one, what's really interesting about it and what seemed to really touch a nerve. I had a line in my story talking about how it's not you can't just blame Amazon. No, right. you because there is a seismic shift in play. And in um, what kids want and what we're doing with our time and our money and sort of a a redistribution of dollars that used to be dollars and time that used to be spent on playing and building blocks and being bored and being imaginative. It's now, you know, we program kids from morning till night. They spend a lot of time in the car where it's easier to hand them a screen. Um, but a lot of things have changed, and and that is for sure a big part of it. I think beyond that, specific to creative kids stuff, one of the things that Roberta Bonoff, um, the CEO, you know, was explaining is that creative kids stuff kind of got caught in the middle. That they were, um, they're big enough that they had a lot of overhead. You know, ninety nine right. employees, sure. six stores. That's a lot of leases. It's a lot of paychecks. It's a lot of benefits. Um, but yet they're not big enough to get the economies of scale to get you know discounts from manufacturers to you know to to get the things right. that they would have needed to really stand out. Well, and I you know she said we eat out more than ever. Kids have cell phones. We spend more on lessons and less on play. I, I mean, I hate to think that's true, but it probably is. You know, I'm obviously beyond that. Um, yeah, I think that's true. But, what 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 yeah. do you guys think? What do you, uh, you know, have you, it, it's, it's really easy to say, oh, I'm so sad. I love that store. But then the question is, when was the last time you were there? And when you're, I and if you have recently. kids that age, 
would you make a point to go in or to shop them online or was it easier to just order the the birthday gifts on Amazon and have them delivered the night before when you forgot to get to the store? 651-641-1071 is our number if you have thoughts on toys and, and toy shopping. Um, I know a lot of people do and they've been commenting all week. You can go to um, Twin Cities Business. People were talking on Facebook at my Facebook page, Alley Shops, and certainly on Twitter. We're going to talk, our number is 651-641-1071. We're going to talk a little later in the show to Amy Saldana, who is another um, beloved local toy retailer. She's the owner of Kitty Wampus in downtown Hopkins. Right. Um, Great store that's been, you know, started out in St. Louis Park when my kids were really little, and then she moved to Hopkins, and she has um, really been able to sustain her toy business but also she does a lot of parties which is what she's doing right now so that's why she's calling us oh, 11 30 okay. after she yeah. finishes up with a party because she's got some interesting thoughts and i think i think if there's any good to come from you know what appears to have shocked a lot of people the announcement of creative kids stuff even though they've been struggling for a while um i don't I know think that everybody knew that no and but i know. think that i think you know um i think it has made consumers think gosh I really, you know, I'm making decisions with my dollars and, you know, and every time I decide to order online or to not order and just give the kids a gift card, you know, I'm making a decision in that way Um, and where I'm shopping is making a decision. But also I think there's a ton of chatter among the many and there are a lot of little independent toy stores mischief toys on grand avenue i was talking to dan marshall but just there this are morning some that have closed too others that have closed peapods isn't that the well, name of it that's dan marshall they oh. they they retired the peapods brand okay. because yeah. their kids had grown up and that had sort of seen the end of its life cycle but then they opened mischief, mischief. toys okay. which the whole point of mischief toys um is to hit that older kid where it is it becomes harder and harder especially yeah. once they get their phone what do they want to do besides screens how do you find analog interests for those tweens yeah. and you know boys especially so that's that those are the peapods people but yeah there have been stores of clothes but there's also still you know there is one air traffic store that is locally owned that's still open that's um there's uh you know games by james yeah. oh, there's that's been around forever um there's hobby hub i mean there amy said that there are like 25 local either retailers toy reps or toy makers Hmm. that are sort of banding together to form a local network and i think if there's any good to come out of creative kids stuff closing it is sort of a wake-up call that if we want there to be locally owned you know people who really are thinking about and care about you know our kids and are thinking about play and the future of play and the importance of play and development you know we have to support them and they've got to kind of stick together right to make and it work I, for people who don't know right now there's a 25 percent discount they're doing a liquidation yeah. at creative kids stuff Yep, they're they're um, hoping to sell through everything, and they had not slowed down on ordering merchandise, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they came to the conclusion that things just weren't getting better, and they were going to close. But they, you know, they didn't go bankrupt. They've just made the decision right. that 
they can't they can't make a go of it, but they are fully stocked and yeah, they actually have new lot. merchandise coming into Creative Kids stuff in the next couple of months. So, yeah, there will be a, a lot of deals. Um, but w- one of the one of the things I thought was the most interesting and I'll have a story that goes online at TCB Mag um, Probably right after the show. Got to do this and then I'll do that. I can do a lot of I can do a lot of multitasking. I can't post a story and talk on the radio at the same time. But um, I thought this was really fascinating. Amy Saldana at Kitty Wampus. And again, we're going to talk to her at 1130 and get her perspective on the importance of play and and local retail. Um, She said she had people walk into her store on Wednesday and say, even though things are on sale at Creative Kids stuff, I'm going to buy it here for full price. Because they want her to stay They want open. her right. to exist. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, Phyllis is on the line with thoughts about Creative Kids stuff. Hi, Phyllis. Um, hello. I just had a comment, too, about what's happening within families. It takes time for the parents and grandparents to sit down and play the board games and play the card games and build items with the kids. They need some encouragement and some help, and I think some of that's gone away. Yeah. That's sad. No, if it's, it's gone uh, but, away, but, but you're, you're, right. you're right. You're right. I mean, we're all guilty of that. We're all busy. We're all I running a million to play miles a minute. Board games with my grandkids yep. and card games. But yeah, yeah. there's there's a you lot. You have of to that. model the behavior. Yeah, this morning we played. Uh, I think my granddaughter. We played Uno. We played silly spaces and. Uh, yeah, hokey pokey and all <laughs> kinds of fun things, and it just takes your time, though. And it's good for both of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great point, Phyllis. Thanks for calling in. Um, our number is six five one six four one one zero seven one. You can also tweet us or email us with your thoughts. You can go to mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Click on the Shop Girls page on Twitter. It's at Ally Shops and at Harmony Kaplan. Um, I think maybe we'll just take Jean's call for a final thought right now before we head into break. Hi, Jean. Hi, Jean. Are you there? I am. Hi. Hi. Did you have a I, I, comment on Creative Kids stuff? Well, much like the previous caller, I, I was thinking the same thing, too. Kids actually, it, it's oddly enough, they have to be taught how to play right. things. And I, I, I just, it just occurred to me, I went by, we've got a playground really close to our house, just a couple of blocks away. My kids are grown now, but I went by that playground, and there were three cars parked alongside the playground, all the parents were sitting in their cars on their cell phones, and Ugh. the kids were playing alone on the playground. <laughs> yep. And it was, yeah. I just thought, what a missed opportunity. Just like one hour of your day. I know parents are ultra busy. They got so many things going on, but I just thought, oh, if they could just... You're right. One hour, you know, they wouldn't regret it. No, yep. you're right, because those years go by too fast. So it's true. Kind of well, I, I, I agree with you. It's not just all Amazon to blame. No, no, absolutely. Thanks for calling, Jean. Thanks for your thoughts. We're going to be talking more about Creative Kids stuff and the future of toy retail at 1130. So, so keep listening to that. When we get back, some Final Four news, some downtown pop-ups, and what is going on at the Galleria. Yeah. That's next on Shop Girls. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allison Kaplan. My mother, Harmony Kaplan, is with me as well. And we're so glad to be live this weekend and talking about all the shopping news. Kathy has been waiting patiently. We were talking about creative kids stuff. The uh, the the big bombshell announcement this week that they're closing all six stores after 37 years of business. We'll let Kathy have the final word for now. And then we're going to move on and come back to creative kids stuff at the bottom of the hour. Kathy, what's your thought? 
Um, I'm a teacher in sixth grade and in elementary, and every week we play either a card game, a dice game, a board game, a group game, and then the kids can choose any game when we celebrate their birthday, and Mm. on nights of open houses, we put out our games so families can play them, and they're easy enough, and they usually have the materials at home so they Mm -hmm. can keep playing them. That's a great idea. And I bet they love it, don't they? They do, and it's just... Kids don't know how to shuffle cards anymore, but they're learning. <laughs> right, right. I you have to demonstrate, great. you have to encourage, and you've got to just kind of make it part of your family routine. Yeah, and it's so much fun when you carve out that time. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Kathy. You thanks know, for calling and thanks for listening. It's hard to realize that iPhones have only been around for like 11 years. Yeah. When you think about How that, it's changed it, our everything about absolutely. our life. Absolutely. Everything. It's just, and I don't think all for the better. As a tech reporter, I'm just going to say that. Right. Well, it's I just, don't. it's so easy. And I think we've we've gotten to this weird place where we are afraid to let kids be bored. Yeah. And because they have, we have this easy tool to solve that, we hand it to them. Instead of realizing that, like, it's okay for them to just let their minds wander right. if they're in the car you know, or to look out the window I think or to have to think about what to do. Right. I think of your kids when they were little and they had all these figures from oh, Star yeah. Wars They'd or line Little them up Mermaid and, and all do, that. Yeah. And they would do shows and they would oh, play Oh God, I had to watch them. those shows. Yep. Mm-hmm. I did too. Yeah. Don't think you were the only one. But I mean, you know, how great to yeah. have them use their imagination and all that. And I have to say, I'm sort of glad I am not a parent of young children today because I would be the bad mother because I wouldn't let them be on screens all the time. I just have to say that. Yeah. Not that I'm pointing fingers at anybody, but I just, you know, I think there's got to be a real limit to that whole thing. Um, Dan Marshall, the owner of Mischief Toy on Grand Avenue, which we were talking about, he we were emailing this morning and he, he said, in fairness, though, he wouldn't blame the kids that he finds that kids and teens crave analog analog toys and real-world connections as much as ever. And that, you know, retail is... Really hard. It's oh, it's really yes. hard for you know for the locals. It's hard for the the manufacturers. It's hard all around. So, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. So that's a part of it too. And again, we'll talk to Amy Saldana and uh, more about play and local retail um, at eleven thirty. But before we do that, um, we have basketball is in town. Final four really? is going on. I had no well, idea. it's funny. I mean, you know, all week downtown, I was kind of waiting for the moment where it felt like something big was going on well you had to wait for the right time i didn't really find that moment until yesterday when i tried to get my car out of a parking lot that happens to be right next to the armory at about (laughs) 6 30 oh my goodness there were mostly college students i would say lined up they 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 wove the the line around two blocks of buildings because there's no place around the armory to like for a big crowd. You know, is it's just that, too narrow and there's is, construction all where around. Where was the big concert with the chain smokers? Is that where it was? Yeah, at, at the, the armory. armory? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how all those people that were in line packed in, but I mean, the government center plaza and like the two blocks around the armory, the li- it was very organized. Yeah. It was packed with people last night and i will say yesterday just being downtown and being in the skyways like 
I've never seen so many college sweatshirts. Well, I mean, there are yeah. just a lot. It was, it was fun. It's a whole I hope, different I feel, um, group than yes, the Super Bowl. I really hope that the weather clears up so I that people too. go out on Nicollet Mall. I was planning to head there this afternoon. But I will say, and this is not only because of the Final Four, but obviously the timing mm. is is great. Um, there's a new pop-up in town. Um, it's called the Chameleon Shops, and it's being organized by Meet Minneapolis, and it's part of this... Um, effort and, and, you know, committee to, to enhance retail downtown and make opportunities available to minority owners, to small businesses. And so there are three storefronts in Gavaday that are, that have pop-ups going on. Each one has multiple um, brands. There's one on the second level, on the Skyway level, and it's got everything from, you know, like um, hip, popcorn is there and um there are like a couple of snack brand you know foods and soaps and jewelry and apparel and then downstairs there's a um a a salon that's popping up doing braids and other things and then um one of i think the most promising local brands that just that really if you started shopping it, you'd be so excited. The Cat Lab. Oh, I saw your post. The on Cat Instagram. Lab, and, and you know, the Cat Lab is carried at Mona Williams at the Mall of America, and also was just picked up by Dugo oh, at really? the Galleria. And it's a local it has woman. Nothing to do with cats. It has nothing to do okay. with cats. Because no, when I first saw it has to do it, with I'm, really cute clothes. Okay. When I first saw it, I thought, well, are there cats on the No, no, no. No, it's not at just all. The name. It's okay. a, it's this really chic, stylish local woman who, you know, has lived all around the world, landed here as many do because her husband got a job and decided that instead of going out and, you know, finding work with a local company, she was going to finally do her own thing and and she sources she doesn't she's not a designer yeah she sources fashion from small and emerging brands around the world ah okay you've never heard of these brands a lot of them will do it under her label so a lot of the clothes are cat lab even though she's not making them but she has an amazing eye and and they're just really wearable dresses and sweaters what and of, things. What kind of price point? Not are we terrible. Talking? I would say mo- everything I saw yesterday was like under two hundred dollars. Oh, not not okay. cheap, cheap, yeah, but, but you know reasonable. Yes. Um, anyway, just some really darling dresses and um, and What'd so you buy? she. I didn't buy anything. You didn't yet. No. So oh. she is. Um, she's on the first floor of Gavaday, and this is for the month of April. So it goes beyond this weekend, but it's kind of nice to have. Them get the traction of you know while there's more right. people downtown this weekend. There's also a great um, ceramics brand and soap company. So, so lots there's of, a lot going on downtown. Yeah, so it's it's called the Chameleon Shops, and it's it's for this month. And then I think they're going to try to do more of them. And then there's the Galleria. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. My sister is out of town, and she was obviously... (laughs) And she single-handedly supports the Galleria. She does. And she's reading this story (laughs) online, and she calls me and she will the Galleria be there when I get home? Oh, come And on. I did assure her that the Galleria Look, would be there. If any mall in this town is <laughs> oh, in do. position yes. to uh, rebound, you know, I think... To withstand this kind of it's, change. It's the Galleria, However, but uh, there is a lot. I mean, it's just an, it's, it's a reflection of what's happening in retail today. Yeah. So Z Gallery went bankrupt. You know, yeah. they just opened so a closing, store at the Galleria. Yes, less than a year ago, yeah. and they're closing all of their stores. 
um, we now I noticed where Obaby was, and Obaby moved to 50th in France. Yep. Um, right now, I assume it's just a pop up because that's what it looked like. It was Groveland Confection. Mm-hmm. Uh, has a little, I suppose, because of Easter, has a, a little pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Scandia Down is gone. Yep. Um, now Creative Kids stuff is on the way out. Restoration Hardware will be leaving. Scheherazade is gone. Gabbert's is good. It I, all I could think of is that Jennifer Smith, who is in charge of leasing, she's either pulling her hair out or really busy, or maybe both. I would guess, and I I didn't have a chance to talk to her this week. I will, um, and we'll report back. I would guess she's really busy, and yeah. frankly, you know, it's such a puzzle piece. You know, like they, right. they especially with the Galleria because of the way it's configured, they don't often have an opportunity where they have a big chunk of space. Yeah, they have been, you know, the most least mall for many years running and so it's very rare for them to even have a space the size of gabbards let alone to have you know a a few of them um i would guess that there is some concern about the new wing that they built because you know they haven't filled it completely and now z gallery is a big hit to have them leave and Mm -hmm. scheherazade after moving over there um but i i think there are it's just a matter of finding the right i wouldn't be surprised if they end up doing another restaurant or something I would think not, so where too. it's not just Toomey retail. is moving spaces and where Toomey currently is Johnny was is coming in which is a really cute brand yeah. of women's clothing yeah um, but I mean there's you know when you talk to um, you know on a national level and, and retailers that are doing well and are in expansion mode I mean literally for this market they look first to the they look at the Mall of America and then they look at the gal and they look at the Galleria. Yeah. And that's that's really Oh, I'm not that's worried. It. I'm not worried. It's just interesting to see the I don't remember a time that there was quite this big of a change. Yeah. Going There's on tons. There. Of, I mean, look, yep. you know, I mean, Rosedale is doing really well and doing some some creative things. They've got a, a big um art driven um event happening outside we'll talk about that a little later um but but you know they've got the herberger space to right. figure out yeah southdale has many many spaces to figure Let's out not even talk about southdale shops at west <laughs> southdale has is the has the biggest vacancy rate currently yeah. burnsville center right there and then shops at west end yeah so. i was talking to somebody the other day who said I think that retail is just stores are going to go away. And I said, I, you know, I mean, she just thinks that's going to be the end of eventually. Mm -hmm. We're not going to see stores at all. And I said, I don't think that she's right. No, but I think that we won't have as many regional malls as we do. I think in, I think in another decade, a couple of them will be be gone. Right. Um, I think we'll have fewer places, but I think the ones that survive and Galleria for sure is at the top of that list will, you know, that I think Galleria will be the place for like the strongest, highest end retail. And Mall of America is the place for tourism and events and interactive engagements, things like Candytopia. We haven't even talked about that. Um, You know, and or did we? No, 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 I don't think we did. Unless you did did? when I wasn't here. I don't don't know. know. It's all a blur. (laughs) Anyway. All right. We're going to take Take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to hope that Amy Saldana has wrapped up her party so we can get her perspective on the toy industry and local retail. That's next on Shop Girls. 
You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. We've been talking a lot about creative kids stuff, really bumming people out in Minnesota by announcing they're closing all their stores. And it brings up a lot of questions about, you know, the future of local retail, the future of how we shop, and the future of how we play. And so I was really anxious to talk to Amy Saldana, who owns Kitty Wampus. Amy, how many years has Kitty Wampus been around? We are turning 13 this summer. 13. Oh. Wow. Congratulations on that. Thank um, located you. in downtown Hopkins, right on Main Street. And Amy, what did you think when you heard that, that Creative Kids stuff is closing? Look, I mean, I think, we, I think I can speak for families and other toy store owners and people in the toy industry. We were all shocked. Creative Kids stuff has is, is been an institution in the Twin Cities. Right. They, are, they have been at the very top of the retail toy store game. They are, uh, you know, they've been admired from near and far. Um, it's shocking. And, of course, we're saddened because it means that there are fewer places for kids to go and play and fewer places for parents to go and get really great open-ended, high-quality toys for their kids. It's, it's a huge loss. So it is, and yet you have to, I mean, obviously, you know, we all feel really sad, but yet we all obviously hadn't been buying as much as we used to. So what do you think is going on? Is it, are we, are we just ordering on Amazon? Are we buying fewer toys? What do you think the real issue is? So, I mean, I, I can't speak to kind of creative kid stuff and what happened there. I just don't know enough, and I, I wouldn't want anybody to speculate on my business. I can tell you from the perspective of a fellow toy store owner, I mean, people are buying toys. And I think as I've talked over the past couple of days to other local toy store owners, people are playing. Um, of course, there's a threat from online retailers, and we have been blown away by the response from our customers this week. On Wednesday afternoon, we, you know, our store was full of people saying, we know that now creative kid stuff is having a sale and we can get things cheaper, but we really need you here. Mm -hmm. And we know that for you to stay here, we need to support you. So, you know, I think in the Twin Cities especially, there is no confusion on the part of customers that if they want, you know, places like Kitty Wampus and other toy stores to stay open, they need to support them. I feel, you know, we can always get do better at getting that message out. I think one of the things we need to do a better job of getting the message out about is just the importance and the value of play. You know, medical diagnostics are so much better now. We're getting... Um, you know, we know so much more about how kids learn and grow and develop, and we can use those tools to, you know, the, the, those kinds of diagnostics to make sure that we're putting high-quality, open-ended toys in the hands of kids. So we can do a lot by encouraging kids to play and also by helping parents choose toys that will help them do that. What is it that happens that, you know, when kids are just given that screen from the time they're two practically and and not given the toys to use their imagination and creativity i i i've never heard any any medical expert ever say that a 2 year old with an ipad is a good idea i've just i mean maybe that research is out there and i've never uncovered yeah. it i think the medical field is pretty clear that technology with young kids is not a good idea in right. any way. And I think even with older kids, we're seeing that it has some great impacts. I mean, my daughter right now is taking an online international relations course. Uh, you know, her teacher's in Beijing. She's got students all over the world. There's no doubt that technology oh, can really help kids right. learn and grow. There are good but things. when it comes to younger kids and even older kids, there's just no substitution for for imaginative play, for, for allowing kids to develop social and emotional intelligence and skills. And if we look as, you know, employers are saying that they want, they want workers who have social emotional intelligence, who can work in dynamic, flexible environments, who can get along with other people, 
you get that through play, not through technology. And so, you know, I think anything we can do to support parents and educators in making sure that kids have the tools that they need to play. And technology is great, but, you know, we all know it's, it's, a, it's a balancing act, and we need to limit kids' technology. If that's all they're doing, they're just missing out on huge chunks of their development. I think you hit the nail on the head when you say that parents have to set limits. It's and, the parents, and, you know, right. and you And there are lots of ways to do that. You can get an app that just turns it off okay. after a certain amount of time so that you don't have to be the bad guy. But I think parents, it's, it's, they, parents don't want to be uh, disliked. They don't want the tantrum. And so it's a really easy way to resort. But, how, but Amy, where do you see the engagement? I think about slime as being a, a big thing that kids have been into recently. What toys do you see or play things that kids are getting excited about these days? So, you know, it's, it's very interesting because there's some beginning research out there that's suggesting that the reason kids are craving things like squishies and fidget spinners and slime is because they were, they have been playing with more technology and had access to that at a younger age. And as a result, they missed and therefore are craving those tactile experiences. Oh, interesting. I don't think, I think there's still a lot being done in that area, but we certainly know that since the advent of the smartphone, you know, the way that kids are being raised today has, has dramatically changed. And can I just say, I think parenting today is more challenging than ever before. I think parents yeah, are working longer hours. We have more, you know, families where, you know, both mom, both parents are working outside the home. I think parents are exhausted. They want great things for their kids. They're getting pulled in a million different directions. And sometimes I, myself included, I've got three kids. I've resorted to technology as well. I mean, I think, I think it just comes from, you know, I hate to blame any segment because as a mom, I think it's really hard. You know, right. we look at how, how our kids are overscheduled. And yet as a parent, if I want my kids to be good at things and everybody else on the team is getting private lessons, you right. know, I've got some tough choices to make. So yep. totally. I think it comes down to parenting in general. But for kids, I think kids are gravitating towards things that are more tactile, more experiential. Um, and they also crave open-ended play when they have some downtime. I mean, when we're, when we're teaching kids to always, you know, if you're bored, if you're, if you're not sure what to do, you turn to social media or you turn to technology. That right there is limiting the creative engagement and creative education that happens when someone gets bored. Like getting bored is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our kids don't want to do it. Yeah. But I'm telling you, our, fa- our favorite and most popular summer camp, and it has been this way for 10 years, is called Build a Fort. We give kids boxes and tape and, and paint, and it is a magical thing. It's very personal. The child is ideating the whole thing. They're building it out. They're creating what kind of custom features they want. Kids are engaged every second of that camp. Kids will go to that imaginative place if they have the tools around them right. to do it. Right. It's what? like that cardboard camp that I miss the boat on every summer that always sells out. <laughs> but you're, but I will say my son-in-law, your husband, yeah. has always been really good about that. He's always kept the boxes and the kids have played with those boxes and built oh, yeah. things and all. Boxes forever. are a great toy. Yeah. But Amy, what you do some great things at your store and I think that make you unique and sort of set you apart when you were just saying that. What are the, some of the other things? What is the grandparents group that you have and what are some of the other classes and stuff? Well, I have to say, I'm on such a high this morning, even though I'm super bummed about the creative stuff, uh, kid stuff closure and what that means for our industry, and we're certainly all reeling from that. This morning, we just launched Grandparent Group. It's modeled after my own grandparents, uh, Lee and Olive, who are the most magical people to ever walk the planet, and I say that with complete objectivity. And this morning, we had the inaugural event, so we're going to have monthly events because grandparents are looking for ways to engage with their grandchildren, right. and we want to provide 
um, special options for them to do that. So this morning we had a story time and an art project. Next month we're going to do some toy testing. We have even grandparents, you know, people, older people coming in saying, I don't have grandkids locally, but is there a way for me to be involved in the group? So I think... You know, everybody, I think, is looking for engagement, right? Right. So we offer a weekly story time every Thursday where you can come in and just have a blast with your child. We've got summer camps. You know, as, as you know, like the party, the birthday party that we're famous for is is nothing more than throwing paint on the wall, <laughs> which is kind of silly. But it's right? fun. Based on Jackson Pollock. I mean, we, so we tend to do very process-based projects and lots of process-based art, which is based more on just getting together, having fun, and then letting kids' kind of imaginations run with that. We don't, of course, we never say it's educational. We all know that's not fun, Oh, right? no, we're don't say that. <laughs> and we find the kids are learning and growing, and that's when the best sort of learning takes place is when kids are engaged. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and can we're I talking just say, to- I am certainly not the only toy store in the Twin Cities that is doing this. There are, and I want to make sure that people understand this, There are, there's a huge variety of other independent toy retailers out here. We've got Hub Hobby with two locations in Richfield and Little Canada. There's something Safari and Excelsior. There's ABC Toys in Chanhassen and Raj. I mean, there's a bunch of other, you know, there's a new one that just came up in Wyzetta. There's Mischief in St. Paul. We're going to be working together to make sure that people know about other toy retailers who are keeping that magic and fun alive every single day. You so they make want, it now more like than fun. ever, they want to have a great experience. And yeah. walking into a toy store and playing with the toys and watching your kid have a blast is a magical part of being a child. Certainly why I want to hang out in a toy store. It's just fun, right? Right. right. I mean, that's the thing, Amy. I think it's like toy stores are special places, and they really do feel like more than a store. It's more than a place to buy things. It's where you're kind of coming alive and touching and feeling and having parties. And, yeah, we don't want that to go it's away. It's all about it's the, be- it's the absolute best parts of being a child. And being with kids who are in that space every day, there's just there's not a better way to live. It's just the, it's just the most fun I ever. think we well, should all... I'll head over to Kitty Wampus right now. Right. <laughs> She's got me ready. Well, Amy awesome. was also we telling me that you were certainly having a blast today. <laughs> and, and Amy, you were also saying that adults are buying more toys for themselves these days. Okay, well, so I'm just, you know, I went to the Nuremberg Toy Fair. Clearly, I always go to Toy Fair in New York every year. This year, I got a chance to go to the, the biggest toy fair in the world, Nuremberg in Germany. And they, have a, they, they launched a new category of play this year called Kadult, huh. which is, we know there's age compression in toys. We know the kids are turning to technology earlier and earlier, and we're certainly all involved in kind of extending the, you know, the life of toys to older kids. But we're finding that more and more adults realize that they also want to play and that there are significant benefits to them playing. And every toy store in the Twin Cities that, that I've talked to has had this category, certainly starting in fourth quarter of last year, where adults are looking for little ways to play and be silly. So like finger puppets, um, you know, we're finding all sorts of like little tactile things like magnetiles, even slime, stuff like that, you know, crazier and sinking putty. We're seeing that as a huge trend. And if you want to talk about kids playing in general, our biggest category last year was games and puzzles. And that wasn't just me. That was a national trend. Yep. Every single day we have families coming in saying, we want a game or a puzzle that we can do with the grandparents. Right. What do you have that a six-year-old can do and that the grandparents hey, can do? That's how we and, survived the polar vortex, doing a yeah. puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, Amy, right? we, we got to run. But thank you so much for your perspective and getting us all excited. And your enthusiasm. About, yeah, exactly. Great. Looking great. forward Anytime. to the future. If you want to have fun, you know where to head. The okay. future of toys. Kitty Wampus in Hopkins. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Oh, you know, my mom has to talk about Gigi. It's been a couple weeks, so she's got yeah, a lot of a lot of pent-up energy yeah. around what in the world Gigi Hadid has been wearing. It's time for whose look is it anyway? I can't she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Well, according to who, what, where, um, Gigi just wore every trend that you should buy for spring in one outfit. Now that is really, I love it. That is so that efficient. I it like is. an outfit yep. that just covers the covers entire everything. spectrum of okay. trends. So she was out and about New York over the weekend and she wore five major spring trends, okay? So she was wearing what they called a casual cool outfit. She had on a tie-dye. Tie-dye is going to be really really big. So multiple like every third year tie-dye is yeah. big, right? Okay. So she had on tie-dye beige cargo pants. Cool. I would call those off-white or wheat or oatmeal. They called them beige. Okay. I'm just telling you. Beige is kind of an old-fashioned word. I think so, I think. but that's what who, what, where said. All right, well, I'm if they say quoting. it, then they know. Uh, then she was wearing, with this tie-dye and cargo pants, cool pearls. A double-strand pearl choker necklace mm-hmm. and classic sneakers. So she combined, they said, both the neutral and statement-making trends. Mm-hmm. Um, the shirt was actually actually a polo Ralph Lauren, they call it a big fit, short sleeve crew neck tie-dye, $88. Her Prada etiquette bag with a tie-dye print was $2,550. She wore um, the pants for $350, and then she had Reebok Club C85 zip sneakers for 69. So she had all of the prices covered. She had all of the trends covered. Oh my God. And it's a bonanza. It is. (laughs) And another night she was out wearing a gray blazer with sequins all over it with Uggs. And I think that what it amounts to is as long as you are Gigi Hadid, whatever you wear apparently is right. That, there it is. There, there it is. is. Do you feel, Mom, like she is really, or is she your muse? No. <laughs> Not <laughs> okay. even close. Just wanted to clear that no. out. And okay. you know about um, Chrissy Teigen's new, she and John Legend got matching tattoos. I did not hear that. Fam- Somehow well, I didn't. missed that important Are you news. kidding? Yeah. Well, it's a family thing. And she kind of joked about it on mm-hmm. Instagram because it's very delicate writing on the inside of their arm. And hers all in like cursive that goes together says John Luna Miles for mm-hmm. her kids. And his says Chrissy Luna Miles. Mm. And it's just a family thing. So I don't think I'm going to get one. Did they leave space if they have more kids? Can they well, just add up to, their arm? Yeah, I guess it would have to go up their arm. And then mm. on her on her second finger, her index finger, mm-hmm. she's got a little heart right next to her mm. nail. Okay, so good to know. That's the Any other there. clothing yeah. that you want to talk yeah. about? Any other so, looks of the week? Well, the necklace bag. That's another new big thing. You know, we're done with the fanny pack. This is the new thing. And it's kind of, they say, it's sort of like all the dad looks that people you know, had for a while and the print Hawaiian print shirt and the cargo shorts and socks and sandals. And, you know, remember when men, I think some women too, wore like their passports around their neck. Yeah, that was never cool. 
Well, but that's what they did. And now this neck bag is um, being shown. Uh-huh. And the idea is it's, it's like, like a fanny so pack. It's so geeky that it's cool, geek yeah, chic. Yeah, it, it's getting the designer treatment. It mm-hmm. was first spotted actually on the Gucci runway almost three years ago. Mm. And it's grown in this um, season, Jackamus, you know, who's done the tiny bag and all of those. Mm-hmm. They had it and Gabriella Hurst had it layered with gold jewelry and Burberry had actual passport. So will you be investing in this trend? Um, I will not, but okay. I didn't invest in the fanny pack one either. Okay. So, but you just wanted to put it out there. I just want to put it out because it's new. Do you think that the um, Juicy Couture tracksuit might make a comeback after Jayla was out in hers? this Now, do you think that this is like an old one? Did she find this at the back of the closet or did she buy a new one? It's hard to know. How long does Jayla keep clothes? This is the question. Oh, and how many clothes does she, does she where have? Where is the green Did, Versace dress? Is that in a museum? Probably. Did you see her in the bikini that showed her in her new movie that's coming out? She plays a pole dancer. I'm not sure if she's oh. a, a hooker, too. I, I'm not quite <laughs> sure. I'm just saying. And she's in I don't think a we pink, use that word anymore. Okay. She's, kind of she's <laughs> in a pink bikini uh-huh. with six abs, not just four. She six, has six. Six. Well, J-Lo's always Every doing things a little 50 better. Every 50-year-old yeah. should look like that, right? Okay, but anyway, she was also out wearing yeah. a Juicy Couture tracksuit, which like... It's vintage, probably, although yeah. they're around. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I still have one in the closet. I don't think I'd feel comfortable wearing it right now. Why is that? I don't know. I just feel like I did get looks... you to go out in like oh, kind of yes. like sweatpants with like a lat like hope these cute pants. Yeah. But you decided they were on. only for around the house yeah. because they had elastic at the bottom. I'm like totally <laughs> hip, I mom. Went out. I went to the twins spring training and everyone game. complimented you. Of course, oh, of course, rad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Byron yeah. Buxton loved so the look. Comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back with another hour of Shop Girls right after this. Don't go away.